You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill, and this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. Good morning, good evening, good all the things to all the Write Songs You Lovers out there. <laughs> I'm going to start today off with something a little different. We're coming up to July 1st, which is a very significant day for me, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But first, I'm going to transport you to the east side of Canada with this little ditty called Lovely Lady. Well, I am a gypsy, a traveler of sorts. I pack up my things and I go. Well, I've had my options and offers to stay. None of them I would call home But we met on the corner In the middle of nowhere She kindly invited me in Opened her doors to a wandering stranger Grabbed me like no place I've been And she wrapped her arms round me With slow rolling hills sweet golden embrace of her sky She held my heart softly in the rock of her ways Her winds gently kissed me goodnight Well I found myself in all kinds of places Yeah, I've been down a few roads Many a time I have lost my direction With no mind for where I was going Well, all roads lead someplace Sometimes to treasures That hook your attention so fast They catch you off guard when they show up Surprise you, they alter and change all your plans now I wanna be wrapped in the arms of a slow rolling hills Sweet golden embrace of her sky She can hold my heart softly in the rock of her waves Her winds, they can kiss me goodnight The winds, they can kiss me goodnight Near the ocean, 
in a house I built with my hands Waking up daily with my own lovely lady Who equally cares for this land Stroll down the clay path in the mist of the morning And play with the good farmer's dogs We'd host crazy parties in our open frame kitchen Sharing our stories and songs And she'd wrap her arms around us with slow rolling hills And sweet golden brace her sky She'd hold our hearts softly in the rock of the waves The winds blowing kisses goodnight The winds blowing kisses goodnight oh, oh, So 2013, July 1st, was the day that I started my Cross Canada, what I set out to be 3,000 mile walking tour. And like I said, it started in Prince Edward Island. And I remember starting that day and following along the Trans Canada Trail, which is a trail that runs the entire length of Canada and all over the place, but it does go east to west. And I walked on that trail into the capital city of Charlottetown. And when I got into the town there, my first steps into it were just to look at the different businesses, the different restaurants, oftentimes just to what I did many times over, and I still do this, is when I go into a new town, I always look for where music is happening or where there might be an open mic or a jam or something like that. And I went in to this one restaurant. It was a super nice kind of um, seafood restaurant. And I go sit at the bar and a guy comes and says hello. And, and I was feeling very excited because I hadn't really told anybody what I was doing yet. And he, he asked me what I'm up to and if I'm from around there. And I say, no, I'm, I'm actually just starting a cross Canada walking tour and his eyes widen and he's like you just walked across Canada <laughs> and and I say no no I'm 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 literally just starting like today and he waves over at his buddies he's like hey this guy just walked across Canada <laughs> and I was like no 
what? <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> anyway, it was a it was a funny first moment, but I I I carried on and found from this person from the bar that there was a variety of open mics and there was one at a place called Hunter's Pub. And it actually just so happened that they they had one apparently going in the evening. And so later on, I went down to the the Bay Area there or the shore where they had a bunch of fireworks in the evening and tons of people were out celebrating and, and just enjoying that and enjoying each other's company. And so before it was fully over, I thought I would go back to the open mic just before, just in case it was going to be busy because I wanted to put my name on the list. So I get there and I've definitely gotten there before it is busy because there's barely anybody in there. And so I put my name on and I'm about third on the list. And it's getting close to about quarter to 10 at night. And it's a huge place. Like it's actually quite a large venue. And with the people that are going up before me, like I said, there's not many people. So the space just kind of feels empty and, and hard to fill just with what's happening. But I go up on stage. I On my way there, I, I make my plan of what I'm going to play just based on the audience size and how it's feeling. And so I just start playing my first song. And then it's like, all of a sudden, the entire Canada Day parade and all the people that came with it funnel in the doors and it's just like person by person by person by person this place just all of a sudden explodes and it's full and I immediately think oh my gosh all right I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna change things up here so I I play a little bit of a a little bit of a rowdier song and people are all excited and they're coming in and having a great time and and then I decide to play this other funny sing-along song because there was a few hecklers in the audience. People are just like really enthusiastic. So sometimes when this happens, I, I take the gamble of really engaging with them and, and sometimes even bringing them up on stage. And this is one of those times <laughs> where I decided to pluck one from the audience who was being very vocal and wanting a lot of attention. And I plopped them right beside me on stage and I gave them a certain line. It was a call and answer song called Nine Months and One Night. <laughs> which you can imagine it's a it, those of you who have heard that song I haven't played it for years but those of you who know it it's a it's a silly fun one and one that can be kind of embarrassing for people if they're not really ready for it or don't think that um, they're going to get called up on stage but just know that if you're in my audience and you're heckling me you're probably going to get integrated in a way that you may not enjoy <laughs> or maybe you will but at first first glance you, you just got to be on the ready so I brought this person up on stage and they were more than enthusiastic to, to sing along and to guide the audience and how, how they should sing. And so it ended up working out really, really well. And everybody was singing along. This guy was having a blast. His friends were taking all the photos and definitely posting them up on social media. <laughs> and, and we all had a great time. And, and then I had an opportunity for one more song and I sang one of my dad's songs and then told everybody about why I was out on this trip and I finished and and uh, afterwards a man came up to me and and just said he really loved what I did and that he knew uh, a friend of his was having a birthday party the next day and wondered if I wanted to come and meet all these people and just play some music they were very musical so 
So I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Why not? So next day comes and I meet up with him and we go out to the north side of Prince Edward Island for those of you who are familiar with the show and the story Anne of Green Gables, this is the whole area that that was filmed in and it's just stunning. It was a beautiful, beautiful part of the country and particularly part of this province. And I was just floored. I just couldn't couldn't believe what I was seeing. And so we go into uh, this family's house and drop off some stuff and then we go down to the beach where everybody is. And it's this like, like family that has had presence in the island or on the island for quite a long time. And and actually from our of French descent, which in, in Canada were called the, the Acadians. And there's a lot of history behind that, but it was just really cool to meet a family with that kind of an origin and and just, you know, be the new guy in town. And, and they were so welcoming to me. And we spent the day, you know, like playing bocce on the, on the beach there and having great food and playing some music at night. And then when it came time to, you know, calling it for the evening, they asked me, they're like, hey, like, I see you brought your tent. Would you, you know, do you, would you want to sleep on the beach? And I thought, oh man, why, that would be cool. Why not? You know, like that, I've never done that before. That sounds amazing. So like, all right, well, we'll go down and we'll, we'll uh, set you up. So this is at like midnight and we're walking out of the house and we're going down to the beach and it's, it's not a huge walk, but it's about, I don't know, eight to 10 minute walk and it's pitch black, like just dark. And they take me down to the, to this place at the beach there. And they're like, all right, here's a good spot for you to set up. We're just going to go for a swim. So you do your thing and we'll just check on you and make sure all's good. So they, they take off down the beach and I can hear them and I can hear them splashing around, but it's so dark. I literally can't see them, but I'm setting up my stuff and assembling the tent. So as I get closer to being done, they are on their way back and they're just checking in and saying, you know, is everything good here? I was like, yep. And they're like, you know what? If, uh, if anything, if anything happens, you know, you can find us back up at the house there. And, and then they say one last thing they say, so just, just so you know, the, uh, the foxes have been patrolling up and down the beaches. So, so just keep an eye and a ear out for them. And they're like, good night. I was like, why the hell would you tell me that? Like, what, what does that mean? (laughs) And then they, they. They walk off and I'm just kind of standing there feeling like the darkness is getting darker. And I, I've actually never, I've never encountered a fox before. I always have just seen them on TV or in animated movies. And to me, they seem fairly harmless, but I just don't know. So now I'm by myself in the dark in this kind of, and I'm the only one out, out on this beach, like it is very secluded. And I still have a bunch more of my my tent to put up. So now I'm just feeling anxious and kind of paranoid that I'm either going to be circled by a fox or several foxes and attacked in the middle of the night. So I the pace of trying to put my tent together starts going faster. And, and I'm looking around. I have my flashlight in my hand that I'm twirling around kind of like a lighthouse, just making sure I can see what's coming if it's coming. And I'm getting the top of the tent uh, put on there and and I'm I'm chucking my bag and, and everything inside. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see this uh, this like flash. 
and and I it was it was like an eye similar like I've seen before with like deer or cats at night when you're driving down the road and and I'm like oh my gosh I wonder if that's a fox so and then it just disappears and so I'm shooting my flashlight all over the place and going around and then I'm like there boom there's a, another flash another like reflection and I thought holy crap there's a fox out there so again, I'm I'm feeling like I have to put things even faster, like it's a rush, like my very thin linen tent is going to be a huge <laughs> wall of protection that I can jump into. But nonetheless, I feel that that's, that's the best thing to do. And as I, every once in a while, poke my head up, I'm, I'm still like shooting my, my flashlight around and I keep seeing these flashes, but it's just the one. And I'm thinking in my mind, my the first thing that my mind goes to is, there's a one-eyed fox out there. And I don't know why, for some reason, that feels like it's more terrifying than than what I don't know foxes to be. And I'm like, maybe it's a pirate fox. Maybe it has, like, that much more grit than a regular fox. I don't know. But I'm going and going and going, and I'm just about to jump into my tent, and then I shoot my flashlight out one more time, and then I see the the reflection again, but it's, like, 12 feet in the air. I'm like, holy shit, this fox can fly. It's a one-eyed flying fox. And then I have a moment when I realize that there's a few more popping up and they're, they're in that amount of air and, and they're all sorts of kind of different colors and it all connects that this is actually the first time I'm seeing in real life a firefly and a bunch of fireflies. So, as far as I know, one-eyed flying foxes don't actually exist. <laughs> but who knows, maybe they do. But firefly population in Prince Edward Island is healthy. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> but it's memories like that, that lovely lady song that I played for you, just <laughs> made me fall in love with that part of the country. And, and it was... the partially I think the first place that I started the tour that I just uh, it was and just the land and the culture and everything was just so different than what I had known and it just felt really exciting and welcoming and and uh, I had pangs of wanting to move there and and tell my wife Shara about it and say we're going to PEI and and I was close to it and this is a song that I, I wrote and sent back to her her and I were writing letters and sending songs back and forth during that time quite a bit and was seriously thinking about it. And then it was that very following winter where I think they ended up having one of the worst winters in 85 years where there were about 15 foot snowdrifts and people on the news were like having to tunnel and dig out of their homes. And, and then I thought, you know what? Probably not, probably not. That's not kind of the winter that I, I wanna live in. <laughs> Excellent to visit. <laughs> And I know it's it's awesome to live in, and in situations like that, community really comes together. But it was it was a very quick, hard no <laughs> when I saw that. Oh my gosh! Anyhow, I'm excited for a lot of reasons for this weekend, uh, just to reflect and remember. Even listening to that song, I haven't listened to that recording of that song, and and it, it's cool to notice sometimes when you haven't listen to a song that maybe has significance for you, the reaction that you can have in your body, because it, it really made me feel like I was there and, 
and the emotion of it uh, really came back in a in a very sweet way. And to celebrate this year and this this anniversary, I, I really wanted to do something significant. And I had been thinking about this for a while, but uh, this day, this July 1st, ended up being the best anchor for me to focus because I think that's so important, having something with your music or whatever you're wanting to do that you not only have a day to finish, but a reason and a meaningful reason to finish. So I, I've i been plotting for the last two years in a, well, was a very focused way to write and record a new album that more or less was closure to this whole tour. And I was all excited about it. I had a focus group, a listening party that a lot of people, a lot of you here who are listening helped me choose some songs that were going to go on this album. And and I was thrilled about it because at that time it was 2021 and COVID was lightening up and it seemed like venues were opening and I actually had a few gigs and that was really exciting. And it made me want to record an album because with that I could go and then perform it and be with people. And so I had that, had a lot of excitement and then it just seemed that another wave of COVID happened and everything started shutting down again. And all my friends who had done and booked tours kept one after the other throwing up tour canceled, shows canceled signs. And I was like, dang, I, yeah. And so I lost all the mojo to want to do that. And it, it taught me at that time for me, the recording of new songs and, and whatnot is so closely tied to wanting to play them and be around people that um, when it was gone, it just didn't feel like I had a purpose behind it anymore, which is crazy to say, but I guess that that's that's honestly what it felt like. And I sat with the songs for a, for a long while, all through the fall, thinking I would maybe start and record them, but I just didn't. And it came around to December where the teacup challenge was coming around. And I wanted to... Or at least that felt like the next best date of something that could be an anchor, which was January 1st. And significance of January 1st was it was the first day I ever did a teacup challenge. And I wrote a song called Start Over uh, that happened. That would have been in 2020. And I thought, well, that was actually one of the songs that I originally had in the selection for the new album. But... I thought maybe I could just record that one and release it as a sig- as a single for that very day. And that was enough. That was a, a small enough chunk to, to get me going on something. So I worked away at that song, fixed it all up, got it in a, in a, yeah, with like a full band style recording. And I released it that day and that felt really good. And it was enough just to get me working into the next song and the next song. And so I, I did record that year two more tunes that were in that original listening party that were actually really challenging songs to share and write in the first place. But I thought, oh, if I can do this once a month, maybe I'll build the album that way. And I got to the third one and and it felt good to do that. And then again, I just kind of lost steam and I wasn't really sure what it was all going towards. And it just stalled for quite a long time. And I just got into other things and it just didn't happen. And then I thought about this year, that to this coming Saturday would be the 10-year anniversary of this walking tour. And I thought, you know what, that's something to shoot for. I think I can do this. I think I can finish it. And that would be 
kind of a nice way to start a process of closure with this whole journey that ultimately has spanned 10 years so far. And it feels like it's <laughs> going to keep going, and it, but it is what it is. And so it gave me a target and it, it led to a lot of great things, you know, making a choice to fix yourself on a certain date where you know you want to get things finished. It, it really helps action happen because I knew I needed to workshop the songs and just practice them and play them out live. So I went to some of the open mics locally every, every week and would just put it on myself that I had to play those songs uh, and, and just test drive them. And the great thing about that is they just get better and they get more familiar and, and they grow and they actually change. So some so I, some songs I would play in a certain tuning, I would end up changing to another one and mixing it around or finding a different key and uh, or just changing the pace and vibe of it all together. And, and that was really, really helpful because it gave me the confidence to feel like I was making progress and that was going to go to something. Whether I could tour or not, it was feeling really great. And you've heard me potentially talk about a book that is also going to be going with this. It was the combination of that that really felt exciting too. But I saw July 1st as the day to at least, if nothing else, just get this new album out and also to do something to celebrate. And in the last month or so, it's leading up to this, I was surprised because there are there even a couple of new songs that got written and made it on because they just felt like they hit the theme that uh, will be new to some of you who are in that listening party or a lot of people who would have never heard before. But it, that's, again, choosing a date just brings, brings the best of everything forward. And it's such a magical process to go forward with. So if you've never made a full album, I highly recommend trying it and choosing something meaningful and significant to, to make it worthwhile for you to be excited about releasing it and sharing it with the world. It's been great to feel all the stuff that comes with it because my last one was about five years ago album-wise. And and like I said, I'd kind of lost the mojo to do it, but finding this deadline to share it with people again uh, and, and to potentially be tying all these songs in with a book in the fall really gave me that drive and I felt kind of the butterflies of putting this in. So when I uploaded it to streaming services to be released this Saturday, I, I got a bit of pang of nervousness and I was like, oh, there it is. There's that feeling like things are going to happen with this and and this is a good feeling to have so with that just wanted to say on saturday i'm going to do something beyond just release the songs something special and if you want to join you are more than welcome and what that is is in honor of the walk that i did i'm going to be going out for a walk that morning myself and i'm in Kelowna, so if anyone's in this region that wants to come along for a stroll with me, then you're more than welcome. I did this all over the country. There are times where I would do these kind of walking jams uh, where people, whoever wanted to come, could just come for a stroll. And if you had an instrument and your musical, you could bring it along and we could jam on the way or have stop, stop along and, and play together. And it was just a ton of fun. So this Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, I'll, uh, I'm going to be doing a walk in one of the parks in Kelowna here, and I'll have some more information on that that I'll post in the Facebook group. Or if you want to 
join that, just get in touch with me as far as the location. But even if you can't be there, because I know lots of you listening are from all over the place, all over the world. If you just, it doesn't have to be at that time, but if you're in that time zone or you just want to go for a walk in spirit with me, then I'd encourage you to do so to either one, go find one of your favorite places to go walking or two, just uh, maybe try discovering a new place. Just do one of those follow your feet exercises and let it lead you in, in whatever direction you want to go. But if, uh, if you want to join and just go in for a walk that day with me, uh, the songs will all be up on Bandcamp and Spotify and all those places. So if you if you if you want to go with somebody and just go for a stroll together, I think that would be great. If you're going on your own and you want to uh, listen to the songs as you walk, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love to hear what that experience is for you and what you think of the album. It was the album is recorded in a way that is very minimal, very simple. It's just me and the guitar and uh, a few microphones in the room. And I wanted to go back to doing an album that way because I just love the feel of it. I feel it. That's exactly what I sound like when I'm in a living room with you. And that's often been my favorite places to perform in people's homes and, and in that way. So that's the whole album is like that. So cozy up to a cozy up to a couch and throw in a blanket or, or something chill if you're if you're going to have it and listen at home but if uh yeah i'd love it love to hear if you take it out on a walk with you and if you do go on the walk i'd love to see some photos of where you go or if there's any cool moments along the walk then just to take a picture and and send it my way or post it in the facebook group for uh the right songs you love community i'll have a post up on saturday too for a a thread for that if you want to join but in tying it all in at least for, for today, back to what I was saying, I've mentioned the teacup challenge. One of the songs, actually there were a couple of songs from the teacup challenge that made it onto this album that just really worked. And I'm gonna leave you with one of those. So you're gonna hear this before anyone else in the world does. <laughs> and I think some of you have heard this, heard either heard me play this song live or you would have seen it in the teacup challenge if you participated with that. But it was from the cats and dogs theme i ended up writing a song called cats and dogs and when i was sitting there the morning trying to figure out what i was going to write that day i i was at my kitchen table and our cat pippin <laughs> all of a sudden his timing is impeccable he he just starts climbing vertically up the wall the walls in our place have these little grooves and when his nails get longer he has enough leverage to vertically <laughs> go straight up the walls and it's quite impressive to watch and usually he's going for a goal like to the top of a ledge but this one wall right behind me that he was climbing had nothing for him to be able to summit upon he was just climbing up i think just to show off and just to have the exercise but it it's something that cats just naturally do. They just love to be in higher places and love to climb. And it it literally gave me my first line and, and just started making me think about, you know, cats and dogs in general and what we just, what they just naturally do. 
and and then I thought about me and like and just human beings and like what do we naturally just just do and and there's something special about that that uh there's kind of a consistency with you know we'll we'll just keep doing our things <laughs> for better or for worse I guess but it felt in that moment that that was the exact thing that needed saying and I'm going to leave you with that right now so like I said, if you want to join the walk in any way, either physically with me or remotely whenever you want, and you want to take in the album whenever you want to, I'd, I'd love to hear how it impacts you, what it brings up, how it makes you feel. And yeah, looking forward to just celebrating and and achieving achieving this milestone and everything that's going to come from this. So I hope you enjoy have a great week, and here's Cats and Dogs. Cats keep climbing walls, dogs keep chasing balls. I keep keeping on. Keeping on, keeping on Stars continue to fall Hope continues to call I keep keeping on Keeping on, keeping on well, Maybe I'll catch a dream Maybe I'll become what I'm supposed to be Maybe I'll find my feet But until then Stars will continue to fall Hope will continue to call I'm gonna watch and listen to it all, to it all. And cats will keep climbing walls, dogs will keep chasing balls, and I'll keep keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. I'll keep keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. Keep it on